Welcome to Inside the Light, where we dissect and discuss different words and their presence in our lives with the intention of gaining new perspective and relating to one another. I'm Julia. And I'm Laura. Let's turn on the light. This episode's word is progress. Forward or onward movement towards a destination. Move forward or onward in space or time. So I'm super excited to do this word for many reasons. Um, It definitely speaks to, I feel where we're both at in our lives of just ready to like progress, take things to the next level. Um, I love in the definition, it says move forward in space or time, but then also more specifically with the destination, which speaks really like just specifically and very literally towards my life right now. <laughs> um, and, and it's funny because I just, I just thought about that because there's, how do you pronounce Cause there's progress. You know, what's funny is when you were in the shower and you were like, we should do the word progress. Yeah. But you said progress. progress. And yeah. it's funny because I was like, i because you just said do you want to read the definition yeah or do you want me to and I literally thought about that earlier because I was like she said progress and I would say progress Progress. (laughs) (laughs) so I was like I'll take the definition (laughs) I don't know it's funny because I don't know how I actually just said it naturally within the recording you've been saying progress Progress, but the it's interesting because guys. when I say <laughs> progress it seems like a verb right because the definition I think that's what it is like I'm going to Maybe. progress okay, yeah that makes sense. Um, and then like the progress but what it's is the, the progress you've made though. yeah it's the same spelling but it's whether it's a noun or a verb interesting for <laughs> <laughs> like, that moment over here <laughs> but um yeah, I feel even I really, I deeply resonate with progress as well of like, I'm progressing in my life, like I'm moving forward in my life and with the podcast. So um, this and choosing the word, it's a product of us also deciding that we're going to close out this season with this episode. Um, we had last posted the closure episode with our guest speaker, Nancy. And so having that was just so perfect to talk about closure and what that means, but now like just progressing forward and what that also means. And I'm, I'm really excited for well, I'm first of all, I'm really proud for like what we've created within this podcast in the last year and like going through the experiences that we've gone through. And I'm really excited just to move forward in space and time <laughs> um, and us just seeing what happens next, you know, and just seeing what grows and what evolves from this space on a personal level as well as the podcast level. Um, but I'm really I'm in reflecting on, and that was actually the first word we were going to choose was reflection or reflect, um, you know, on the, on what we've achieved, but also, um, I know with Julia, you, you know, you definitely just verbalized this so well earlier of, you know, what we were going through, through the podcast, what Mm -hmm. we were experiencing as we were kind of recording, which would have which in April, actually around the week of your birthday will be like a year that we've been at it. And so working I, on this for a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And in the last year, just experiencing everything we've experienced. Yeah, we've experienced some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some heavy things. Hence the um, word choices. Yeah. 
Hence all the content, right? <laughs> yeah. The amount of content we've gotten based on our personal life. Right. <laughs> and you can feel it in each episode. You can feel yeah. it in the, in the energies of our voices. You can right. feel it in obviously the words we picked. Right. Um, right. And I think, I'm, I mean, obviously everything we've been through, we've progressed I mean, to an extreme level. Leaps and bounds. I, yeah, I feel like <laughs> this year, the year prior, for, I don't know about you, yeah. but for me, the year before 2020, so 2020, 2020, yeah, yeah, last year was 2021. So 2020, I felt like so enlightened and at the peak of my mountain, which I talk about heavily in the <laughs> podcast, but I feel like 2021 for me was like, oh, you think you like learned it all. You think you knew it all. And you (laughs) think that like all the lessons were like received. Well, let's throw millions of other things (laughs) on your plate and overwhelm you and put you in all these different mindsets and thought processes. And in the time, obviously when you're in them, they were painful, hence the word fear. (laughs) Right. All these these different word choices that I I think I was picking all the ones. I don't know. But um, it's funny because the amount of progress that was made in this year. Right. It's like crazy amounts of growth. You know, I know, I know for you, you, I mean, me and me and Laura have experienced like really extreme parallels. (laughs) The time frames have been like a little bit different they're almost opposite of each other but um since we've been doing the podcast no I think it was before before as well yeah yeah but to actually communicate and like talk it out and it's yeah it's been super therapeutic in a way (laughs) um very yeah Yeah. very and so I know we've had little revelations just in in talking Yeah, yeah talking to each other on here and then like it's funny because we'll be going through something yeah. and then we'll be editing an episode like a few weeks later, or a month later, and right. we'll be like, oh my gosh, you should listen to what you said. <laughs> Do you know what you said? Yeah, like listen to this clip. It might help you for what right. you're going through right now. <laughs> like you know better. <laughs> Literally. Which is really funny to think about, which really speaks to like, you know, when you're learning and you're growing or you're progressing, progressing. <laughs> in life, you, I think, and I, I I say this a lot, like within the sessions that I have, that like we have all the knowledge that we need. You know, we always have all the awareness and knowledge that we need. Um, and it's so true, you know, when you really sit back and you think you're, you know, you're trying to progress in life. And, you know, sometimes we can end up feeling like we don't know what's next or we don't know where we're headed or we don't know. And it's like, well, what do you know? You know, and and I like that. Right. Like, what do you know in this present space? And like, I'm, I'm kind of in this, I don't even want to call it like a middle ground. I very much know where like I'm headed and what's next for me in my life. And I'm really excited for it of just this next chapter that I'm I'm moving into um in space and time <laughs> and destination um but also even in knowing what's next or progressing towards what's next like in this space that I'm in right now like staying with Julia and and just um you know just taking things as they come and enjoying things as they come or making the best of things as they come 
is a really big form of progression for me because I'm such a go-getter that I'm always like, I have to be five, five steps ahead, 10 steps ahead. And that like progression comes really easy to me in the way that I understand of like a destination. But for me to just kind of sit in this space of stillness um, and just be okay and happy and like really thankful for like where I'm at right now, especially when you can kind of look back and see how far you've progressed, how far I've progressed is like, I don't know, it's, it's a really, I love the word within itself. And I think it's so encouraging of just like more growth when you think about it. I feel like when I think of progression for myself, I feel it because you kind of just talked about this, Mm -hmm. like, what was my biggest hurdle that I had to overcome as far as like to progress. And I feel like within this year, this since we've been recording, and even a little bit prior to since we've been recording, I think my biggest thing that I have, it's always like a work in progress. (laughs) Um, We're always working on it. But I think that my biggest progress is kind of what you were just saying and like Mm -hmm. taking things as they come Mm -hmm. and for me and as far as like my relationships all relationships whether it's romantic ones friendship ones or my children or my family really a lot a lot in my family as well is has grown a lot and progressed um, is accepting not accepting appreciating right because what I appreciating like situations like right now Mm -hmm. and I think I thought that I was doing that before but I would always look towards the future like right right now it's great right now it's happy right now I think this is like fun and exciting right but what about a year from now right what about like what is this gonna look like and it's kind of like what you were saying as far as like planning like I I wanted to like know where this is gonna go or I wanted to know but instead of doing that, I've just like accepted what is and appreciated. Right. Like it's, it's kind of, it's interesting how the shift can happen where if you just appreciate what is right now, like you don't have to worry about looking ahead and then everything falls into place. Right. You know, when you stop focusing on the future or, or the past. Right. And for me, that's another progression thing. <laughs> specifically this week yeah is like progressing towards right now yeah rather than I kept reverting like in a funny like silly joking way I would say things like bringing up the past and so for progress I think for me is just like keeping centered and grounded in like what's right now right you know and what there is to appreciate right now right and that's where it's like that quote like if you take take care of today tomorrow will take care of itself yeah and so to really just like be fully because progress and again it's just you know exactly Mm -hmm. what you're talking about and what I was mentioning of like we think it's this like and it and part of it is you know it's that movement that movement that momentum that like what can I do what can I do and like just looking towards a specific destination and it's so funny to think of progress in that way of like creating progress just in like just appreciating uh, right now which can feel like there's no prog you know it can feel like there's no progress but there is there is actually because the space that you're moving from is positive it's like and it's like fueling you you know well there was something that I I don't know it was yesterday that I heard this I don't know if we were 
watching something, but somebody said, I don't know if it was a TV show, how appreciation is not possible without something like, like speaking it like, right. Like you can't be, you can't appreciate, like you can appreciate something internally, right. but it's not received. Oh, it's the church service. Oh, that's what yeah, it was. It's not received yeah. unless it's being spoken. Right. And I, that really resonated because I can appreciate things and I can appreciate you. Right. And let's say like you made a big dinner, you, you did right. you yeah. a big dinner <laughs> last night and I could internally appreciate it, right. but without saying like, oh, that was really good. Like, thank you. You know right. what I mean? Like, it can be taken in a completely different way and that's with all aspects of life so I think in progression and being happy and thankful for where you are no matter where it is is like your action right could be like you know vocalizing and and I I agree with that but then I also think of like because for instance like where I'm at in my life right now and just like um this is it's it's really it's interesting because over the course of the year, two years, like my relationship with my finances has really evolved where I used to like be more in a fear space towards my finances and with no need to be really, but just like you think of thinking like of a, from a space of like lack or scarcity, it's just like, you know, being really frugal and being really cautious and um and and from that making really stupid decisions with your money with my money and um for me in the last year or two I've really felt more confident and with how I've handled my finances and it's funny because obviously I can't say thank you to like my money you know (laughs) but to be thankful within my I think when you operate from a space of gratitude within yourself of like that awareness, whether it's vocalized or not, it naturally just allows for you to show up in that way where it's benefiting people or situations or like, I'm so thankful, like that so-and-so turned out or whatever situation turned out the way that it did. And so because of that within myself, I'm going to start acting and behaving according to that. So I can keep it around longer or so I could like, you know, continue to manage my finances better, or like I'm seeing all of this positive return and to be, to be consciously grateful for it or thankful. It, it allows for me to show up better. And so I think even for that, like, just to have that, like, yeah, when it's not like, right. Even if it's not like reflected towards a person, just like any situation in your life, because that's what really, because if you're in the state of what you think of like gratitude, the opposite of that is like complaining. Mm -hmm. If all you ever do is complain, how can you expect for anything to progress? You know, if you're just like, this sucks, this is terrible. This is shitty. This is bad. This is this, this is, and it's like, where's the progression in that versus, I'm so thankful. I'm so appreciative of this. I'm so, and then there's this, like, you know, it feels even forward in the way of like, oh, like I'm ready to keep, you know, taking or receiving or like experiencing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think I can resonate that with my work this year. I know that, and that's easier said than done. So, and and that's exactly what I just experienced. (laughs) And I know me and you, Laura, were talking about this recently, but for the last, I don't know, seven or eight months, maybe longer actually with my uh, way longer actually let's say I'm going to say way longer than that right um I have felt very frustrated within my work and right specifically my work and so 
but like finding appreciation I I could a little bit here and there but it was like so hard and so that's goes back to what I was saying with the little wins like celebrating my little wins is something that I've progressed and learned how to do and those little wins that I celebrate right like have now that I've consciously been doing that like instead of you know wanting to like make all this money and immediately immediately go in and be successful I need to like celebrate those little wins and there's so many little wins and once I started noticing that just in the last like month or so I feel like there's this forward progression Mm -hmm. it's like now that there's this like positive like and again it's not me like saying it to my clients it's not me saying it's like internally within myself saying like like good job or to you like calling you and being like I had a really good day today and like I didn't make, you know, I didn't make as much as I would have assumed I would be at this point in my life is like that. And that could be thought of in a negative way. Right. But instead I'm just celebrating like, you know what, today I had a really, really good day. I had this, this, and this happen. And that was positive. And because of that, like switch in my brain, Mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like if you like believe in manifesting and things like that, I feel like it's progressing me and it's positively manifesting me towards the goals that I know I do know right and I had a knowing within my work I have a knowing that this is what I'm supposed to be doing I feel a deep deep love and passion for it and so that that I think was swayed away for a little while I forgot about that because I was so frustrated with it and so when it wasn't happening right away it made me feel like maybe this isn't it. <laughs> like yeah. maybe there's something else, you know? Yeah. And so just like, you know, celebrating. Right. And then you become more, you, you kind of get back to your awareness, you know, just like, yeah. Oh wait, this feels good. And something on like a smaller scale that I feel this will definitely resonate with you. And it, has always resonated with me because I'm obviously super metaphorical and like everything that I experience, but working out and, um, Julia went to the gym with me, um, <laughs> the day before yesterday. And it's funny because when you, and it's funny because you said like easier said than done. And to me, that phrase is such a cop out. Like it should never be said ever because it pretty much like, takes away the level of like accountability or like of course it's easier said than done but like do you want to do it or do you not want to do it you know and so I that's a phrase I always used to use and for me it's like okay yeah you know and so but with exercise that's something that people are like oh I don't have time for or like being physically active and it's like I don't have time for this in terms of but they want to be healthy but they want to you know they want to take care of their body but they you know they have illnesses or whatever it is it's like, oh, it's easier said than done. It's like, well, just do it. <laughs> if it's easier said than done, just do it. It's not about saying it, do it. And so we went to the gym and it had been a while since you had gone. And like, for me to like get into that routine of like going, I get it. Cause I fall off and then I come back on and then I fall off and I come back on and, and that's life. Like we chase these goals. And like, if we don't, cause for me, it's about feeling the results like I have more energy I'm like I feel so ready to like go with my day or just to feel healthy knowing that I did something for myself Um, but with that comes so Julia hasn't been able to sit on the toilet seat for the last two days (laughs) (laughs) just sitting down specific but like Laura she was doing her makeup yeah in my hallway and she saw me like try to go to the bathroom I was like clenching onto the wall. 
it's it's like chasing your goal like it's and that to me is actually the best part because it's like what I'm doing is working you know when we you have those oh I love being yeah when you're like sore like when you go through chasing your goal and you have those like (laughs) little bumps where it like forces you like to continue to push through like I could give up right now I could give up right See, I, I in with working out. I yeah. I even told Richie that this morning. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I've never been and like never yeah. been a sore ever in my whole entire life. Ever? I didn't know that. No, this is like for this this part of my body. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've been sore in other parts of my body, but the because the exercises you were having us do, yeah. I've for sure never done any of those. So oh, like so they're like muscles that maybe have never been worn. Right. <laughs> and um, so but it was funny because in me telling Richie that this morning, yeah. he was like like, well you got to just keep pushing through and I it was funny because I feel like you and him both thought that I was like like I didn't like I'm like no no no, I love it I'm yeah. so excited it's just like I feel like I am a handicap yeah. I, I actually I literally am handicapped right now <laughs> but right. yeah but it's like, usually the stopping point for people yeah you know you can either they push feel the it. soreness yeah. and then and so they and then they stop you know because they're like you know, it, this feels new. I've never felt it before, or, you know, like this hurts. And then it's just like, it's easier to just revert back instead of progress. And I think for me, I mean, there's so many, there's so many times where I've faced like challenges, you know, or think like goals that I have within my life. And like this, you, you meet this wall and you think that like, okay, I guess I have to turn back around, you know, like that's it. I can't go any further. And it's like, well, you, you know, kind of like how I think there was, I don't remember what it was, but I remember being really probably a teenager. I think it was like a movie or something where like ants, like if you put some, like a trail of ants and if you put something in front of Mm -hmm. them, they don't think that they could go around it. You know, they just- They like go crazy. Yeah, they they, they, like start to go crazy. And that's how- They'll like go all over the place. Right, like obstacles. Oh, really? I I don't know where I Well, if you do this, so if you like, if they're walking in a straight, because they're all following each other. Yeah. And they're following like this, like literal path of like whatever- I don't know and right. so if you literally just rub your finger across their path yeah you don't even have to put anything if you just really? rub your finger I used to do this all the time <laughs> just mess nose. with ants bully yeah. ants as a child <laughs> and then they would just like be totally thrown off and just like run all around and be that's confused. so funny yeah I which to me is like you know it's just <laughs> very metaphorical yeah. because it's like people you know you think of like a group of people can be faced they could all be chasing one goal right they could all be headed in the same direction but the moment an obstacle comes you can really tell who is going to follow through with that yeah like how bad who who is going to be the ant that's going to like cross julia's fingerprint you know and just say like i want this you know even though it's scary and terrifying and like (laughs) it's just and for me and for everyone it's different in terms of like what they're going after and what they want but it's just it very much speaks to like how bad do you want it and And the thing is with mm -hmm. with anything in life yeah literally anything there's going to be obstacles and so like persevering and progressing through it and no like that obstacle is there for your growth right 100 percent I mean I can say that now like and I could say it when we were in it all the things that we were experiencing while um recording these podcasts I knew I knew that these were all for my growth you know and I was thankful for it but man right 
Well, one of the things I, I can speak about now that I'm completely on the outside. <laughs> I was wondering if you were saying um, is um, a relationship that I had been in during the podcast. And um, it was extremely short lived, but it was probably the most intense connection I had ever experienced within like a short period of time. And um, to come out of that, just thinking that like I had just had everything I had ever wanted, you know, within this one relationship in terms of a relationship. Um, and for it to just so easily like day and night be like gone, just whisked away, like nothing. And, um, and a product of actually being cheated on. <laughs> and so, um, but to be on the other end of it and to have received closure first within myself, first and foremost within myself of like, you know what, I, I had a lot to learn through that experience. Um, you know, of like, seeing through illusions um and being able to see experiences and people for who they actually are and um and not for solely for what I was being told or um what I was hoping for at the end of the day um but to come out of it and not only have the closure within myself but also within the other person of like us being able to talk about it and and communicate and have that level of forgiveness too I it's real I don't think progression can really occur in its purest form when you're still holding on to the anger, the resentment, the pain, the sadness, the disappointment, the um, everything, all of those things. Um, and so to fully have released of that and to even, even to a space of like being able to have like a really mature and like friendly conversation from a neutral space has allowed for me to progress in my life but to be so thankful that I went mm -hmm. through that and um you know and I think that when you think of progressing it's that like in order to progress you have to let go yeah you know you have there's there's and you also have to go through stuff too. well yeah you, yeah you go through it but then you gotta let let go of it yeah. you know it's like I went through it and I, for a while, held on to it. I held on to the anger and the sadness and the disappointment. Um, but to then release of that, you know, and to forgive and then to find gratitude um, has really just helped me in, in moving forward and maturing and growing in ways that I didn't think I needed to. You know, I thought, you know, like I had, I had gotten to a place where I could receive all these things and I was ready and and I do feel like I was in a way, but I still had more to learn. Um, and so, yeah, progression through this podcast and being able to kind of go through those experiences and, um, and learn from them. I think where that's where progression is not only like a physical moving forward, like, yeah, I've, I've obviously am not with that person anymore, whatever, 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 but also like on an internal level of progressing of like, well, now I know you become right yeah. now. I know, you know, how to really take care of myself, how to set standards, how to not receive or be okay with less than what I deserve. Um, how to, how to speak up for myself and how to, like, yeah, you really learned that. Yeah. Just like how to use yeah. my voice and, and that I had to go through that in order to, to learn and to evolve in that way. And, yeah. And so when I think of progression in that way, that's something that you guys have essentially been on. <laughs> been the out, yeah. You've been on the outskirts <laughs> of that, you know, just me learning, you know, when we did the, um, 
Actually, we never posted. So we, so we never posted the respect episode. We have a lot of episodes we haven't posted. Yeah, we had a res- respect episode. And that was a word that in us talking about it, I really struggled with <laughs> of just like me not fully, I didn't fully grasp what it meant. I knew what it meant to respect someone, but to actually think of like what it meant for respecting myself was like a, oh, I never really gave that much thought, you know, because then, yeah, so, so to progress in a way where I learned even those things, you know, just expanding on my vocabulary <laughs> um, has really, has really progressed, <laughs> has really changed. Yeah, I feel like it's funny, because those are the kind of things that me and you, our, our friendship and our, our relationship right (laughs) yeah right (laughs) our um our friendship relationship um I think those are the things that we we really learned from each other and you have taught me so like your lessons I think were were like what you were just saying like learning to respect yourself and use your voice and and know that you actually are important and it's funny because we have like kind of opposites right uh, like yin and yang things going with us and I think some of my lessons this year were to I I don't know I so I'll go back to what I went through this year first Um, (laughs) me and Laura both met found these relationships around the same time and um, we went through some really interesting parallels but I think the lessons that you were meant to learn you learned in yours and I'm Mm -hmm. still trying to learn mine but um, I used to be a really not a healthy partner Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I I had a boyfriend and then I went through a breakup during this this last year and a period of about five months of um, not talking to him or or having like you know there's a couple months of like weirdness where we were still talking and Mm -hmm. then two months of no talking at all and then in the recent whatever past December we reconnected and and it's a completely different relationship now and so I think the lessons that I've learned in this in this relationship specifically is what it's like to be a good person mm-hmm. <laughs> for once and and the interesting part about that and I won't go into details because I'm uh, uh, something that I'm trying to do this week specifically since you know you brought this up to me Laura is to release of things that happened in the past mm. but I think all of the things that happened in mine and this person's relationship I think have made me realize it, those things had to happen They had to happen. And I feel like because all those things happened, it's like showing me that like I can really love somebody that deeply, no matter what, like it makes me feel like very, and for the first time in my life, I, I won't say totally the first time, but really, I think I have been good in other relationships, but this is the first relationship where I've learned to persevere through things mm-hmm. and talk about things and kind of like what you said, use my voice and communicate things. Right. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think too, 
I don't know if we've ever used this phrase in past episodes, but like to not like sabotage essentially. That's exact. There you go. Yeah. That's exactly because I used sabotage when right. I felt in fear that somebody could hurt me. I would sabotage. I would right. self-sabotage. And this person is me. <laughs> so yeah. like I resonate with things that have happened in the relationship because I feel like almost like it's my karma. Right. But um, but the reason why I'm able to like work through it and work past it is because I see myself so deeply in him. He he's so much of who I was back right. before. And I think it's changing and evolving and he, you know, progressing. it's progressing, <laughs> it's progressing in an ex- like the most positive ways, right. you know, and I'm so thankful for it. And right now in, in this relationship and in my life, just in general, I'm ready, like, just like what you were saying earlier, right. I'm ready to let go because I've been hanging on to some of that stuff and, and I can use it as a joke or to be funny to like, you right. know, but it's still me joking about it or still bringing it up is still holding on to it 100%. and what I have in my life right now in all aspects is so beautiful and I'm so thankful for it and if I want to keep hanging on to that I can right and then we're you know where's like, the progress there's right. no progress now. right yeah, yeah. we're it's just like, reverting right I mean, and it's it- comfortable to do that sometimes and it feels safe because it's what you knew but well and it keeps you safe you know like yeah. if you go through something and um and you continue to and I'm and me saying this in the broader space not just you but like you go through a situation where something not great happens and you've already experienced it it's been done it's gone but now you're still holding on to it and continuing to make yourself a victim to it and yeah that's easy of the to be the victim to a situation is to say you know, it feels easy, you know, just like, I have no, I had no choice. I had no responsibility. I had no, there's no accountability. And in that moment, yeah, you're right. You were a victim to not you, but any, anyone, we were victims to these situations. But now that that situation is done and gone, now you're making, you're a victim to your own, whatever, your own yeah. fears, your own insecurities, your own trauma. Your, and so to make yourself a victim versus say, wait, I have a choice and I can let go of that. And I can, there's a level of power in that. And that can feel more daunting of like, wait, what do I do now? Well, now that I'm not walk around, right. I have to walk around the the fingerprint, you know, (laughs) right now that I can't hold on to that victim mentality and, and people do that. And I did that for so long, you know, and it's like, it is, it's easy until you realize that it's impacting. It's not worth it. It's impacting you more negatively than anything else. And um, yeah, and to like, because to me, when you think of to progress with intention, and we talked about this a little bit with the, the closure episode, but like to move forward in life or in a situation or a relationship with a level of intention, not expectation, mm-hmm. not ex- expectation is like, the exit the dotted line right the intention is like the starting line and like each the super whatever but like rolling the dice each time and taking you know however many steps rolling the dice each time and taking however many steps and and whatever wherever you end up is wherever you end up but to have a level of intention through that entire dotted line throughout the entire process of like for me um you know 
just in this area of my life, entering into, you know, relocating and moving and finally deciding that I'm going to settle down. <laughs> Laura is going to settle down and she does not want to pack her bags one more time. <laughs> that, is some, that is some good that progress. That is like some huge, like who would have thunk it? But you like, had to go through like, and yeah, you can, you and can I did. 100% right. like feel good in it because yeah. of the life I had an amazing and beautiful and just, and you still, yeah, I had like a flashback from like years ago, yesterday, um, avoiding someone (laughs) along the street (laughs) from like years years ago and from a time in my life that I, you know, I, I went through and during that space, I, you know, and I carried a victim mentality from that chapter in my life for a very long time, but it was a big um, uh, subject. I'm going to say specifically, (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to beat around the bush Um, for whoever's out there. We avoided you. (laughs) Um, I saw you and avoided you, but no, I, um, um but that's how adamant I mean I did it for alternative reasons but like anything from the past in terms of I mean we'll revert it to location you know I lived in Florida I lived in New York City I lived in California and it's so funny because people would always ask me you know what place did you like to live the most especially when I did hair and that would always come up in a conversation oh, what area did you like the most? And I would always say, and it still holds true that every place held a purpose, you know, like Florida, that's, you know, Florida, it was just Florida. (laughs) That was its purpose. Um, No, I, um, it had its purpose. That's where I went to cosmetology school. That's where, well, my mom married my stepdad and I really had like my first like fatherly, fatherly figure there. And, um, and then to go to cosmetology school to have my first like seven year relationship. Um, and then to move to New York city and like thrive. And the idea of doing a quarter of the things that I did out there now and and where I'm at in life, I would be exhausted just by doing a quarter of what I did out there. Um, and so it served its purpose at that point in my life. And then to move to California and just, I, you know, it, it also served such a huge purpose and the friends that I made and how I was able to excel within my career and, and even the relationships that I had, um, very much so the relationships that I had, um, but they each served a purpose and also every relationship, every person I've met in my life has served a purpose. And so now like being able to finally like settle into this space where I'm just, I'm ready to just do normal things and, and have just like a, a normal, calm, peaceful life. And, and not in the way of like adventurous and spontaneous and just like going, 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 and like onto the next big thing. I am, I'm really, my level of progression, it's weird. Cause it's actually, it's, it's about progressing to a like steady space, like a, mm-hmm. a, a calm, like, which to me is progression because I've done the opposite of that yeah. so much of my life. Yeah. And so it's so bizarre that it's like backwards in a way. Yeah, I don't think um, but I'm, I'm, I can only do it because I've, with my 32 years of living, I've exhausted myself. Well, I think that's what a lot of people do in, yeah. their, in their 20s. And you just did it on a different level. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, 
you can exhaust yourself. And then, you know, when you get a little bit older and more mature, you're ready to settle it down. And that right. can be in all different ways, but yours is like specifically to yeah. locations. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, it's funny because you were saying like, you know, it's not like adventure and like all this like excitement, right. but like you're settling down in Hawaii. Yeah. So it's funny that you're saying that because it's like, right. well, yeah, you're, yeah. you're natural, like calm, balanced, like scheduled normal life right. is going to be in literally paradise right. which so is it's why like, it's so perfect yeah exactly but because it's like, it is that to say there's place. no excitement I mean every right. day is going to yes. be exciting because right. you're going to create your reality right and so Just it will not feel the, good it will right. feel like it's not going to feel like you're stuck in like I'm not yeah yeah you know, <laughs> you're, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere yeah. with nothing beautiful or exciting around you you right. have like your your paradise around you so even the most mundane days will feel like special and magical yeah which is why it's just that is the perfect place for me and and that's where I am just I feel so like at peace with that you know just like finally being able to find my space and my home space and (laughs) and then just settle into that and yeah, because the the excitement that I was accustomed to was very just like out there and like chasing and like well, needing you're figuring to do all it the out. good things. Yeah. Well, I was. I've yeah. I've figured it out at yeah. this point. And so yeah, I think progressing for me now, even you know, progressing for me now, even with my work, I'm really excited to see how that's gonna grow and expand and um learning. You know, that's something that I really want to take on when I get back to um Hawaii and once I settle in is just learning more, you know, getting some certifications um and just expanding more into the things that I'm really passionate about. Um, one of them being food. And so I'm really excited just to kind of progress in those areas and see, see what can come from it. You know, I think it's, I have my vision board that's over here and I, you know, I take a peek at it every once in a while. And I think it's really important just to kind of have that kind of idea or that image in mind of the future and what you're creating to get there, you know? And so for me, just like reconnecting to my passions is where I really feel helps me progress a lot in my life. One of the things that I recently have like, kind of like you, yeah, that I'm trying to progress with is my location. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you said the other day, we were talking about, oh, I was putting on music and I only pretty much listen to country music at this yeah. point in my life and Laura doesn't yeah I think you don't hate it as much as like I don't hate it I definitely yeah. don't hate it I can listen like people when they say I don't know if you're if this was like a thing for you but like I remember being younger like in high school and people would be like what kind of music do you listen to and I'm like I listen to everything and people would be like oh me too I'm like oh really do you listen to this? and then like no I don't really listen to this I don't like I literally listen to or I can listen to everything it's music yeah. Like people, people here think of like hip hop and rap or like country music. And it's like, I can listen to any form of music. And like, if I like the sound and I like the, it depends on my mood too, but some people are just like, no, I don't like this. And no, I don't like this. And um, yeah. It's ironic because I used to say when people said, what kind of music do you like? I would say everything but country. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is funny. I, I still do. 
I'm obviously like pretty much only on my own account. Like if I'm choosing music, it's pretty much always country, but, um, or Eminem. (laughs) Yeah. That's only once in a while that has like, I have to be in a mood for that. Like an Eminem, sorry, shout out to Eminem. (laughs) I'll still always be your number one fan, but uh, Mama spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah. He had a pop up in LA for the Super Bowl, and um, right, my spaghetti would have been better. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, what was the? Po- oh yeah, we. So I the reason why I like country music though right now is because it's like sweet. I feel like, yeah. and I can resonate with the lyrics a lot. There's like right. a lot of storytelling, and it's not like I used to like like rap music and R and B is I right. I still like that stuff. Yeah. It's not that I don't, but a lot of like emo music, like rock and yeah. stuff, and so it's very like emotionally charged and right. my emotions are like more country vibes yeah but um what I was trying to say is the other day I was like okay let's put on something like I wasn't in a country well I I'm always in a country mood but you were right. in the car and I was like okay she's probably sick of all these I listen right. like the same songs over and over yeah um and I'm like let's put something on and I was gonna put Eminem on and then I decided to put on Tupac and I was like yeah it sounded fun yeah so I don't know where we were driving to to listen to like LA the music gym. No, oh that's I what said it we was. had to play g- uh, gym music because yeah. you were gonna put on country yeah yeah <laughs> I was like no we need, <laughs> we need to hype up yeah so I put on Tupac and I was like I love LA music and it was one of those moments where I'm like because lately I've been like kind of like anti Los Angeles yeah and I'm, it made me remember like I actually there are things about LA that I do like but right. uh, and I was talking to you about it and you were like I think you're just outgrowing it so yeah. something that I'm experiencing and still trying to figure out and like go through you know right. life and the motions here is like where do I want to end up it can't be that far because I have two kids right with a man who lives in Los Angeles right one block from me so but we're just exploring different options right now. Right. And that's like the beginning, you know, that's where, you know, oftentimes when we had a session today, actually this morning where she was asking about her career and whatnot. And I was telling her, you know, we get to this point where we, um, what is it? Like, we can't take it anymore. There was another way that I had put it, but like a breaking point. And, you know, usually in life when we're like trying to progress or move forward and we feel that pull, but it shows up in the form of us asking questions like, what do I want? Well, where, where will I be happy? And we often make this like a stressful thing where we like circulate, like, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know how this is going to work out. How is this going in it? And we ask, and it's like, no, those are actually really valuable questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instead of stressing about the fact that you're questioning yourself, which we often see as self-doubt, but it's not self-doubt. It's figuring it out. out. And so people, and then it, but when you do take it in the form of self-doubt where you keep questioning yourself, like as if you can't answer your own questions, like there's no options available to you, which for her was like, she was getting to a breaking point within her career where she knew that she wanted to go somewhere else, but she didn't know where, well, how do you figure out where you look? Right. But if you're like, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know where I want to go. I'm breaching my breaking point. I'm stuck. I'm this then you're going to keep circulating in that stressful area. And then it's going to transform. Well, and it transforms into self-doubt to where we think that we don't have within us the ability to make the decisions that we need to make. We create it, you know, that lack of confidence versus I want to move or I feel a breaking point within my career or I'm outgrowing where I'm at. What are my options? 
okay, well, if you're not aware of it, right, go outside of yourself, literally Google, (laughs) you know, start looking online, start, you know, start actually answering these questions. And I say that because I used to do the same thing, you know, and it's, I've found it's actually not that hard. I'm trying to, I don't think it's actually hard for me to make decisions. I think it's more so the confidence in moving through the decision. Once I've made my mind up about like what I'm going to do. So I get through that, like asking of the questions fairly easily. And the next step is actually following through of like, now that I've decided I'm going to do this, how do I take the next steps? And I I'll take the steps, but it's the confidence when I hit the walls that where it's difficult. And so, but the very first point, I think of progression for everyone is, for, and so for her, it's like, you're going to reach a breaking point, but you don't have to reach the breaking point because often we'll circulate in that very first step of asking ourselves questions, like in the space that you're in until and this is just how life has shown up for me or within her career, let's say, um, where bad things keep happening and she's so unfulfilled and she's just not happy. And it's like, and then the stress builds up and snowballs. And then it's that last straw to where there, you have no choice of like, I quit, I'm done. I have to get out. And it's like, it doesn't need to be the the straw that broke the, (laughs) it's like the whispers louder louder and louder. Right. Well, how they say like the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, and it's like, it does. And it's always the small, thing you know that like it's whoop and like Mm -hmm. done a face planted and it's like it doesn't have to get to that point we can it goes back to that victim mentality versus that you know having the the confidence or the courage to like actually follow through to make the decision and follow through and the worst thing you can do is say but I don't know but I don't know but because you do know you know at the end of the day we do know we just have to actually start taking those steps yeah and start asking yourself the right questions right and answering them answering them um and I think it's it can be such an empowering thing and that was one thing you know even with this podcast you know and us like we learned as we like took each step like where we started with this podcast mm-hmm. was just I mean first of all like with the seating arrangements and the backgrounds and like you know I initially had so this little vision of yeah. like having like all white in the back and nothing else and then I moved into a house that had blue walls and mm-hmm. <laughs> um but and then progressing and getting to certain points where you know, there's levels of like lack of inspiration, you know, or just like something would happen that would kind of take away from the podcast. And it's just like, but we were prepared, you know, in the way that we went about it, we were a hundred percent prepared with all the, I mean, we still have episodes that we haven't posted. Um, but it's, it's, it had to have been an ongoing kind of push and like reassessing and like, trying to do better like consistently trying to do better and I can this hasn't become like a major thing but it's been a really great experience and something I'm really thankful for yeah same I'm proud of it 100% I think the amount of progress and growth yeah (laughs) that we've experienced from it I mean I, I forget who said this to you. Maybe it was your aunt. It was like little mini therapy sessions. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, Ooh, right, but like yeah. is that a good thing or a bad thing? Right. But, I, but the thing is, is like, I know just from my perspective and it's my mine and your voices talking, right. like I'll listen to them right podcast and I'll receive something and it's like literally me and you talking right so I am very proud of that I think it's like 
you know, I think people can resonate with some of the things that we've gone through and have some little aha moments. And I know my intention when we started this was to have those like Oprah aha moments. And I feel like just within ourselves, we yeah. had it. <laughs> so I hope Not it's like resonates right. to other people too. Right. And that's one thing that it's funny because um, I had, I remember telling you this like not too long ago of like, well, I had re-listened to the light episode, which was like the first episode mm-hmm. that we had put out and me hearing it. I was actually at the gym when I was listening to it and just being, I was talking about my intention with a podcast and I kept saying, I just want people to relate. I just want people to relate. I just want people to relate. And I was listening to it because I was trying, I was feeling kind of like that, like, I need this to go somewhere else. I need this to like shift in a way. And And so hearing that first episode and I was like, oh, well, that's funny. It makes sense because all we we have accomplished what we set out to do, which is to see if people can relate. Like we've put everything out on the table in terms of feelings and emotions and challenges and, you know, all insecurities and fears and strengths and, you know, encouragements. And so to put it all on the table in terms of allowing people to relate, um, we accomplished that. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, I remember calling you after that of like, okay, I've realized that like, this is what we've created so far. It's so people could relate. And now I want to encourage more progression. And that's where I'm really excited just and moving forward of like progressing within ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and cause we've, her and I, a lot of our growth has been in us being able to relate or not relate to each other, mm-hmm. you know, and our similarities and our differences. Um, but now it's like the actual integration where I think is so important when, you know, when you progress, you can understand it's actually it's, I've said this multiple times within the podcast of like, how they say the first step is admitting you have a problem, you know, mm-hmm. like the first step is the awareness. And like, we've accomplished so much of that awareness, <laughs> so much awareness to the point where it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but now it's like integration. Now it's like, how can I apply this? And that, cause that's where the progression is of just actually being able to apply it. And some of the feedback, I mean, we've gotten, I feel like we've got nothing but positive feedback from the podcast. Um, and it's funny because in the way that um, people have said it or talked about it, it's always been different from what my initial, what the initial intention was, was like reflect or relate. Um, and one thing that my, that Wayne, that my stepdad had said um, was that like, we're giving a voice to, for people who are younger to hear what we're saying. And I never thought of that, you know, just, I would love for that to be the case of like younger people listening to the experiences that we or other people have had and to, to learn grow from and, yeah, and learn from <laughs> our mistakes. And cause a lot of people have been that for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason why I was very resistant to like doing drugs, um, apart from like (laughs) weed and ayahuasca, but part of the reason I've never done like cocaine or, um, I can't even think of the other ones, heroin speed. Oh my God. No, (laughs) is because I had people in my life that had, and I saw what that did to them. And it, it just, you know, so I, and plenty of other things where, you know, you see it, it's like, do it. I say not do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think people, yeah, they, the, the, the level of 
relating to one another, I think is, I hope has definitely come across here (laughs) in the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I know when I was a teacher, I used to like have tell all my like horror stories of the the things that I did. And I'm like, I'm telling, they would laugh so hard. They'd be like, what, how did, like, how did you survive? That's so humiliating. I'm like, well, I was the lab rat and (laughs) you guys can learn from my lessons. So yeah, I mean, hopefully somebody receives something. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> I not, wish I could, I wish I could say that I learned those drug lessons. <laughs> I was also the lab rat there. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You know, I didn't do anything that crazy. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just in terms of, yeah, definitely drugs. And then I didn't, yeah. I don't know. It's, you think of like selective memory, I guess, because yeah. there are things that I saw people do that I obviously followed through with, but there were other things that I was like, no, there's no way I would ever experience that. Well, it's funny. Cause I have, um, one of my friends, she's yeah. 21. I work with her and it's funny. Cause there's like, sometimes where I'm like, no, you should like, I, I feel like, you know, she's my friend. So, right. and I forget that she's so much younger. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, wait, like she, what, I was doing at that time she is so much healthier and balanced (laughs) don't do that like you know because I've learned that lesson like 50 times over but she hasn't learned it yet and so to like remind sometimes I have to remind myself in situations where I'm so I'm not judging like and that's not just like she's a really healthy balanced person but like in all situations because sometimes it's easy to judge once you've been through it because right right my progress in those moments is to not judge them right and know that they're they're receiving (laughs) the lessons on their journey (laughs) they're turning on their light (laughs) or turning off their light whichever it is and honestly like the biggest the only I feel like the the only way people for the most part, like those really deeply embedded lessons or like things that we have to learn. We only learn by going through it. 100%. And, um, I had a, I had someone tell me recently, uh, like, you know, cause it's like, it's essentially just respecting each person's individual mm-hmm. journey, you know, yeah. like where I, where I have to go in life. That's my lesson to learn. Actually, it was funny. Cause my mom, we were talking one day and, and she goes, you know, uh, we're having like a mother daughter moment. And she's like, you know, Laura, I always pray that God teaches you uh, or something like that. And I was like, mom, that is, that is, that is, I don't need for you to pray that God teaches me. I, I, that happens naturally. I put myself in class every situation that I'm in pray for happiness and joy, please. (laughs) I don't need God to like, that is happening already. Your prayers for him to teach me a lesson. Like I'm good. Like now I know it all makes sense. Yeah. It was, (laughs) It was sweet though. Cause I do know what she, what she means by that, but I, I hope that she speaks. Yeah. Like I, 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 can, I can resonate with that, like as a mother, cause sometimes yeah. like my kids are really young, but like right. there's things that'll happen, you know, right. and I'm like on the playground or around friends or like right. baseball practice or something. And I'll, I'll sit there and like, I know some people would do different things, but I'm like, no, this is his lesson. Yeah. He's going to figure this <laughs> right. out. Like, right. I could step in, but he's not going to learn the lesson. So, right. Yeah. Well, it's like one thing that I, you know, and obviously I don't have children, but one thing I've always thought of is like, you see like a child that's learning how to walk and there's like, and they fall. Right. And there's like the mom that like runs up and is like, 
like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, 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 and then on the opposite end, you have the child that like falls down and the mom is just like, you're out, you're good. Like clapping, like get back up again, you know, like everything's okay. And it's so funny because I've seen this for whatever reason, it's always caught my attention whenever, like, apparently I've seen a lot of children fall in my <laughs> life, <laughs> but just kind of seeing what happens in that space. But what's always interesting to me is the child will always look, the child, their reaction will always change based off of how the mother shows up. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes if, when it is that like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Like the mother running up, the baby will immediately start crying. Like it, I've seen it. Have you, do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like the baby yeah. will like fall, the child will fall and then like look up and be okay. But the moment it senses worry within the mother, it like will start crying. And I've observed this so many times for whatever reason. Um, but I think it speaks so much to, you know, you think of like life as a human being, you know, like you fall and you like, you have to get back up. You're going to get back up. This child's not going to decide to never walk again, (laughs) but like, how is it supported to like get back up and walk? It's like, you can do this. You can, I've kind of sided with the mother that like, like cheers the baby on instead of like worrying and create like, Oh my God, you know, are you okay? And like, like, no, you got this. You can do it. Like you're okay. (laughs) You might've scratched your knee a little bit. And I think that's exactly like, that's a good, um, what is it like analogy or whatever to think of just like things that are thrown in your way in life. And that's very represent, represent, representative (laughs) of this last uh 2021 yeah it's 2022 right now right it is good job (laughs) i feel that um 2021 it was like kept falling kept falling kept falling and like i'd get right back up kept falling get right back up and it's like you know that's just you learn from it and if you just fall and which I have done that before I have right. fallen for a long period of time right right you know where it's just like depression right anxiety right. and right. you just fall and you just let yourself lay there and you right. stay in it right and that's not progress progress right. you're gonna fall right you're always gonna fall right and so you know learning to have that resilience and know that it's meant for you. And, and you literally just take one step at a time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just important. Yeah. It's a, it's a gradual thing. And, and every time you fall, you learn, you learn like something like as a baby, like right. metaphorically, every time you fall, you get back up, you're, you're learning something. There's right. a piece that you're learning. Right. And, and if you weren't learning, you would just be able to walk, you know, right. And 100%. eventually you get, you learn so much. Right. And you then you the run and then you and, dance yeah. and you jump and you <laughs> jump out of airplanes no. and <laughs> you're like, I've stopped there, but it's, yeah, it is really, it is really telling to like just growth and progression within a human being. I, I know you and I have talked about this before, but I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast episode. Uh, I had like one really deep thought one day of how, like, you know, as human beings from like the point that we're born, let's say to like teenagers or like early twenties, let's say you, we see the growth within human beings, uh, like from that age to that age, on a physical level, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like a very dramatically. And also like within, like, we learn how to talk, we learn how to walk, we learn how to cook, we we go to school, we, you know, we do all these things and we see it in such a profound, like 
a like overt way of like how as human beings we changed during that time but after like the 20s I feel we it's not it's all internal like so much of the growth it's not as external as it was at that young age but there's still as much growth occurring there still is as much growth occurring it's just not like a a project it's not yeah yeah, a physical or like a like projected outwards kind of thing Uh, I mean it is projected outwards but not in the way that people can see it from the outside outside. and it's such an interesting thought because when you take hold of that just as when you take hold of like well you have to learn how to talk well you have to learn how to walk well you have to go to whatever school or you have to learn how to whatever it is like to see as a human being that growth following that. And I'm, I'm only 32. And so it's like, but to have that mindset in the space that I'm in and to know that like, Oh, like I, I'm still going to keep learning <laughs> and like there's, and it like just taking it as it comes. And, but the growth, it comes through those, the, the falling, you know, mm-hmm. and it comes through the being knocked down of, I, the perfectionist in me just wants to kind of like, you know, hone in on it, you know, and just like, okay, well, you know, and take ownership of it. Um, I feel very, in me saying that though, I feel very relaxed in the space that I'm in of just like taking things as they come and that it doesn't, that perfectionist side of me. Well, when you take things as they come for me, I know it like, it can feel like calm and peaceful because if you're just taking it as it comes you're not worried about what's gonna come right you're not worried about what happened right 100 and it's this ease yeah it's like okay wow life can be it can really be that simple right but it's funny because you were talking about like age and stuff like that yeah um anybody who knows me personally knows the evolution of the physical um manifestation (laughs) of julia um who was julia pinkhead for like 12 years who now i've um progressed into literally having all my hair is natural now there's no stitch of pink i think there might be a little no more rainbow nails and no more rainbow nails no more pink and blue eyeshadow um but the the my hair so like this is something that comes up all the time yeah in different parts like it's mostly at work and people right. that I work with and stuff but I have tons of gray hairs and yeah. like people it's not too noticeable but when I go out in the sun it's really noticeable and I just had this conversation with somebody and it's a conversation that I've been having a lot lately because I'm 34 I'm going to be 35 next month and um I for the first, when I was really young, I know I've talked about it in the podcast before, I was obsessed with being young. Like I loved my 20s right. and I had a quarter life crisis at age like 22 <laughs> and like I was really scared of growing up. And now in the space that I'm in, it's like I, and I think Oprah, she's also like helped this thought process <laughs> um, really like deeply like yeah. resonate with me now. But I used to be so scared of aging and getting older. And I think it was more of scared of maturing because I was really immature and I would do a lot of things for the self, for me, for myself. And I wasn't a very good caring person. And so now what I feel is with age, like just what you just said, comes wisdom, comes lessons, comes 
literally wisdom. Right. And so I feel the exact opposite about aging now. Now I will say in right. a, in the, like, if I'm being realistic, I do get Botox and yeah. stuff like that. And I get like Morpheus and all these things right. to like slow down the physical manifestation of aging right. on my face and things like that. And yeah. I will always care about that because I'm an esthetician, but right. um, as far as like my hair so far goes, like yeah. I like that it looks like you can see that I am not because my skin and everything looks really young. Right. But I like that there's like a there's a hint here. Right. There's a hint of my and I don't take it as age. Like that sounds right. like negative to people. I think of it as wisdom. And right. so one of the girls at my work, I think she just I don't know if it, her birthday just passed or not, but she was turning 30. And she was so freaked out by that. And I was like, what? Like, you know, as a almost 35 year old. Yeah and have lived through my 20s and saw what that was like like being in your 30s and I'm sure anybody in their 30s can relate to this is vastly better (laughs) than being in your 20s and I know I know that like my 40s are going to be the same I know my 50s are going to be better than my 40s I know my like like I have that like progression and like yeah not fear of the wisdom that comes with age right maybe the physical things like I can say that I'm <laughs> in my 30s right now and I feel like physically you know not that yeah. much changes yeah um, but we'll see how the physical part goes but I think just <laughs> life in general you're yeah. progressing and you're progressing and you know I'm so excited for like yeah I, it's funny I've never had like a fear surrounding um aging at all I've actually always wanted to be older like I always I remember being younger and always just having like these goals and whatnot and now it's very backwards from like what you've experienced and given I've I think too I've maintained a level of balance in it of just like having fun in my life along the process you know and just like doing really exciting and fun things but I've always like just wanted to be I think I have a I have journals from when I was like in the fourth and fifth grade and I don't know how I knew what speed was but apparently I did (laughs) one of the things I had said in these in this journal was that um like I live life as if I'm on speed like constantly (laughs) like five years ahead and I said this is like I had to have been maybe 10 or 11 years old, um, which is really crazy to me. Um, but even at that age, I knew I wanted to like go to culinary, like the Le Cordon Bleu Culinary Arts School and all of these things. And my mom would take me to like cooking conventions and whatnot. And um, but yeah, so it's funny because in that in that way and, and the physical element hasn't really ever been a thing for me. It hasn't hit um, me yet. No, I mean, I, I doesn't, I don't, I don't think I'm as attached to yeah, yeah, this, yeah, that's true. which I actually, I was kind of curious. That's I've true. never really been attached to like my, I'm not as, yeah, not, it's not like a fearful, I feel like I can feel really insecure. I've been feeling really insecure lately, um, but not in terms of like aging. Um, but it's funny because as you have progressed, it's interesting to me because you, you know, all of these things are shifting and you're like letting go of a lot within mm-hmm. like your physical appearance, let alone other things. But like, it's interesting because we used to talk about like the Julia starter pack and whatnot. And, like, and it was that when we started the podcast, right. when we look at old videos, I'm so embarrassed. Right. I was going to say, so like, what do you feel like letting go of that? 
like the the pink hair and the pink nails and the purple eyeshadow like what do you feel like letting go of that like means to you like what what because you had a very strong attachment to that I did and specifically like it it just ended recently I'm trying to remember when it all started to end I think it was the last time you were here it was when I like yeah I want to say it was around uh Halloween is when I like fully let go of all those like but I still had the nails yeah I don't know I think I just I think the reason why it's also changing so vastly is because I've changed yeah and the identity that I had during all those because I mean it's been 10 years or however long right. it was with a very distinct look the exact same way to right. my eyeshadow every day the exact same rainbow neon nail color right like the pink hair kind of evolved a little bit towards the end there right um but I think where I'm at in my life I I feel like it doesn't it didn't match me anymore right. my personality I think I was evolving as a person and maturing as a person and not to say you can't have rainbow nails and be mature. Yeah. I think you can. Yeah. I think you can, but I, and I think you can have hot pink hair and be mature. I think you can right. have pink and blue eyeshadow and be mature. And it's not to say those things are immature. It's just to say that who I, I wanted to detach from who I was. Right. Um, and like create a new me and and the things that I'm drawn to now are vastly different as far as like my physical manifestation of it right you know I even like have bought in some like nudish brown clothes lately right (laughs) I've always worn black and so I don't know I I think my personality needs to fit what I look like right and me having because I was an extreme person then like the music I would listen to the way I would present myself to the world the way I would speak to people the things that I valued in life were things that were outwardly exciting but inwardly they had no substance to them right so you know yeah it's because I love it I love that you're like you've obviously made this and it's been like a gradual thing like every you know oh I have white nails or like (laughs) you know the hair's been around for a while but um yeah I think it's it really it speaks to the the progression that you're speaking in your that you're experiencing and in the your things life. that I like now I think just being more on the natural side of and we're gonna say that with a grain of salt because obviously I'm not natural like, <laughs> oh, but, but shut but up being more on the like like yeah. natural is like well, more, like embracing of yes embracing, embracing of, of like, like the natural right parts, well the and of who you are yeah. right just of who you are because I think that yeah I mean that speaks to me in terms of well, cause you, you, we've talked in past episodes about how like, you didn't know who you really were for mm-hmm. a very long time. And it's like, now you're embracing creating an identity based on my physical appearance. Right. That's yeah. And mm-hmm. so now you're like embracing who you are, you know, mm-hmm. just by letting everything be. And I think it's really beautiful. And I think, yeah, I can, I relate to it, but for me, it's more so just like in my life mm-hmm. and how I, was like constantly going after the big things and like, you know, the, the chasing of the different locations and the cities and, you know, the, the work titles and all of that. And like the ambition to like have a level of validation and pride, you know, from these external sources, which was like my career, my work and where I was living. And it very much, and for me to be like, wait, I don't, I don't need to do it for those reasons. I don't need to do it period. Like I, yeah, I'm good at it. Why do I have to prove it by like 
to myself or to anyone else by like going and accomplishing all of these things, like what I'm doing in my life, just in this calm state can be enough. And it's funny because my website um, that I have, I'm not going to say the name because it's going to go through another change, (laughs) but I did a photo shoot in Georgia the first time for the website and it was really dark and kind of the colors it was like eggplant eggplant and like a olivey green color and it was like really dark and heavier the website that I had for my spiritual work and then when I went to Hawaii I did a photo shoot and the colors were really light and um and just soft But now that I'm going back, I want to completely redo the website and just have it like simple and basic and like clean and just like have a really like it's. So yeah, yours is physically manifesting in that that sense. Right. In that sense, it is. I've just like, it really, I even took down. Right. Cause it's like, I don't need to be extra in that way. Like I don't need to go. It's like you know, just having a simple profile photo is enough. That's a very good, that's, I resonate with, like, I don't need to be extra to be beautiful. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. I don't need to have rainbow nails, hot pink hair, and perfect eyeshadow. (laughs) Actually, that's not as beautiful as, like, my natural. Just to be, like, your authentic self. Like, your, like, real authentic self. Yeah, I don't need to be extra. Yeah, because I feel, when I look back at those photos, which I love them, and they're great and everything, I'm, like, on the beach and these, like, maxi dresses and whatnot, but I feel I look at it now and it just feels like so much it feels like that's how I feel I'm trying to create like an image of something yeah and it's like I don't have to do that and I it's funny because oh goodness so we went to the gym well first of all I when, when I first got to Los Angeles, Julia went to go see Justin Bieber. So she was in here and, and her friends <laughs> and, um, but I was here by myself and my car was here. And so I got a gym membership and I, um, I remember, so I've been going to the gym in Georgia this whole time. Um, and I usually, when I go to the gym, I don't wear makeup or anything. And I just have my hair in a top knot and just my workout clothes. And I remember walking into the LA fitness and being like, holy shit, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> Not in I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> and you know what, though, the whole time Julia was gone and I went to the gym by myself, it was like, I'm not going to put makeup on. This is who I am. I don't care if I was in Georgia, I wouldn't be having any makeup on. And I know this sounds really simple and like superficial, but it's really funny what that environment does. Like that shift does when it's like, and it's funny because we went to the gym, I went with you and I put makeup on and it was just like, ugh, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. And so I'm really, what I'm really excited for that next chapter of my life in Hawaii especially like I because I just feel like I can fully embrace myself and be myself and and not to say I highly doubt anyone's looking at me and being like oh that girl has no makeup at the gym but it's just funny how within our minds we create that kind of idea or that thought process and you know within and it kind of brings our our insecurities to the surface when in any other environment you know nobody cares nobody cares literally you're the only one who cares right 
I feel though, okay, so this, this is my take on that because yeah. everybody has different feelings about it. And I'm so jealous. I, I'm going to say that word that's right. dramatic, but like, <laughs> I'm really jealous of you and who anyone who can walk in somewhere like that. And because even if I was in Georgia, I would, but this is, let me give you the reason why behind it. And hopefully this will evolve and change eventually. <laughs> um, that's the goal is that we're progressing towards right. something different, but the way I have physically manifested myself right right? like I have huge fake boobs (laughs) okay I have like big fake lips I have like I have like these things about myself that I like and that I obviously sought after and so the reason why I get so insecure when I'm not wearing makeup is because I also have fake tanner on I think that's another thing that adds to it um when I go somewhere I feel like because of like my body type and like the, these things that are like, I can't, I can't wash that off. I mean, I could wash the fake tanner off kind of, but right. those things, I feel like it draws attention to me. And so I don't want people looking at me. Which is so funny. Cause you just told me nobody cares. No, I know. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's why right. we want to progress. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like my insecurity. Right. And especially that's when so I interesting. had, especially when I had pink hair, especially because yeah. people would be constantly right. um, saying things and looking at me and whatever. And so right. especially back then I always had to have my right. makeup look perfect, but the way I present myself, I feel like with these boobs, no right. matter pretty much anything I wear, it looks, it's noticeable. And so because people are looking at me, oh it makes me want to like, I want right. to feel confident. I don't want right. to feel like like right so that but I'm hoping and this summer my the guy that I'm interacting with my yeah and whatever kind of relationship we're in um he is getting a pool and so I'm and I'm doing these things these little baby steps to try to ease myself into it because I'm going to be there and I'm not going to put a full face of makeup on to go swimming in his pool like that's ridiculous and so I'm trying to ease myself into yeah the like (laughs) space of feeling comfortable in that natural space and I do when I'm at home I do when I'm with you and really recently um he FaceTimed me when he was somewhere and I didn't have any makeup on and I kept saying that I wasn't going to answer FaceTime and he was like you're beautiful no matter what like just answer your FaceTime and I'm like I'm I'm so insecure it's because he was out in a public setting and I knew he was going to show his phone all around and like people are going to see like this hot guy talking to this ugly girl this is what my mind is telling me um and so I wouldn't answer and he was like we're joking like we're done if you don't answer the FaceTime (laughs) right and so I did and the ironic part of that when I answered the FaceTime laid up on my couch and like sweats my hair was in a bun and I had not one stitch of makeup on and he didn't even acknowledge like you know he was just like telling me whatever he wanted to tell me but there was a girl that was sitting with her boyfriend at the bar like sitting right next to him and she was like oh my god is that your girlfriend she's so beautiful and she kept saying over and over how beautiful I was and I was like wow that was a moment for me where I'm like wow I never I swear to god on my life I would have never imagined and she was really pretty she's yeah. probably like my age and I was like that like touched me so deeply where I'm like I could be my most insecure right now right and some some stranger can look over and like her her first like over and over tell say she's beautiful like right. that helped, so that was, that's why I'm hoping to progress right. to the space where like I can feel that within myself right you know what I mean 100 so. and I think yeah definitely with time 
um, in practice in practice because it's yeah. like a it's well I like you said um work in progress yeah like it's literally We're like working work towards it <laughs> in yeah. progress like it's work like you it's the steps that you take it's it's not the and we watched some, we watched a church service yesterday, which I felt bad because the guy was really trying to like drive home a point and I don't feel like he really did, <laughs> but I understand. And it's funny because it actually speaks to what we're talking about now that like, like for instance, and I feel so, it's funny, I feel so separated from, and I've actually referred to this issue that I have within my life of how I can be really hard on myself. And, um, yeah, like how I can be, that was something I struggled with all through last year. I would be so hard on myself of like going through certain emotions, being sad, being angry, being disappointed and, and just being so hard on myself that I couldn't just get over it or just being so hard on myself of like, why did I allow for this to happen? And just being so hard on myself and just thinking that I needed to be this perfect person. I needed to be this perfect. I should have it together all the time. I should, you know, I, I shouldn't have to be going through these difficulties or these challenges. Like I thought I knew everything. Like I thought I had it all figured out and to progress. Like, yeah, I could, I could want to be this perfect human being that like has her whole life together and like knows all the things, but like, it's not about that. It's not about like the end result or the final outcome. It's like, what am I doing on a day-to-day -day basis? What decisions? Yeah. What, that. Right. What decisions am I making? And if, and what is available to me now to become the best version of me that I can become, you know, today we're working on the podcast <laughs> to this morning. I took us for a walk, uh, you know, we're working on the podcast. We're going to go move our body. <laughs> We're going to go work out. We're going to um, eat the food that we have in the refrigerator instead of going out to eat to save money. <laughs> are we? Uh, we are. Um, um, and the other thing too, I think in progressing is like making sure that you're surrounded by the right people, you know, like that you're 100% right, that can That's like, that, yeah. right. That can like encourage yeah. you and like support you. It's in so that. easy and, when you're not to just not ever progress. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I've found that like, I could seek of the wrong people in my life. I could seek and allow of the wrong things in my life. And that is, that is something I'm very capable of doing. Um, but when you progress, it's like, what are you choosing? You know, what decisions are you making? What are you allowing space for? Um, you know, whether it's situations, environments, you know, and, and people, you know, relationships. And I think that it all, but it all comes down to just like what's available to you today, you know, what you can take care of and do the best with today. Mm -hmm. And so love it yeah we're doing a good job where i'm excited with the podcast see where all of this goes um but i really just want to express all the gratitude if you're listening to this right mm -hmm. now um for whoever listens to us on a week to week basis for the past four months now um that we hope that you've received um, we thank you for your, your attention <laughs> and, um, we're really looking forward to seeing where this progresses. <laughs>
Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Lights, Lights out. out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>